Hi, I'm Atruda Green. You might know me from things like S-Bam Fest, Wapan Correctional Institution, and Badoo. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. I gotta say, I'm a little pissed off this week, and I really only have myself to blame, which makes it even worse. Uh, but, you know, I feel like I could still blame other people or other institutions, perhaps, for my uh, current, uh, I don't know what to call it, pissed off situation. So, like, I had this great interview with, uh, I don't even know if I want to say who it is because I'm per- going to try to do the interview again, but it won't go so well. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, I had Chris Cresswell. He was in town. He was playing with uh, Hot Water Music and got to hang out and do a little interview. We even found a real nice, like, quiet room in the venue, and it sounded great. And, yeah, basically because of some technological issues, I lost the fucking thing. I lost the interview. It, it's uh, it's on a corrupted SD card, and I can't access it now. Uh, I even tried to, like, get all technologically you know, minded and like fix it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just not going to happen. The fucking thing is gone. I got to get over it. It's really hard to get over it. So anyway, uh, trying to put that behind me and move on. Um, but it's real hard to do because of the, you know, like it was a really good sounding interview. It it was going to be real good. Uh, and Chris is great. So we'll try to do that again. Uh, probably just have to be a phoner instead of in person, which I, I definitely prefer in person uh, after having done this quite a bit now. Uh, so we'll see when we can make that happen. Uh, but yeah, he's on the list. Uh, let me let me uh, say, though, I got to still give the shout out to the wonderful Patreon patrons on the Patreon, even though. I'm screwing up. You guys are still doing great and uh, helping me out a whole lot. Uh, We got Elizabeth Bernards, John Nicholas, James Michael, Lamar Irving, Edward, Donna, Calvin, McGolder, Ronston. Yeah, we'll go that. Heather Royston, Vaughn Cotton, Chelsea McNally, Carlos Hernandez, Luke Ellis, and Jared Estep. Thank you guys so much for uh, helping out. And thank you for everybody else on the uh, lower tiers or whatever. I really appreciate all you guys uh, making this thing happen. Uh, maybe one of these days I'll be able able to invest in some, uh, you know, like a good lock pick. So I can like rob a, a uh, what do they got? Circus City. They'll still exist. I don't know. Some kind of technology store where I can get some good recording equipment that won't, uh, I don't know, get corrupted and stuff because I pushed the wrong button. Anyway, if you want to become a patron of the... I always get this screwed up because it's, Patreon is the is the website. It's the program that you can like start an account with if you want to like donate to things like the Intruder Green Podcast and other cool stuff. But it's so close to saying patron, patron that I always want to call them my Patreons. But that's not right. They're patrons. They're patron who patrons who go through Patreon to patronize me. And in this case, I definitely do want to be patronized. So if you want to become a patron of the Intruder Green podcast, you can go on to patreon.com slash Intruder Green podcast, I think. Intruder Green podcast. And, uh, you know, you could sign up for a number of different tiers we got. Um, like I said, I keep teasing you guys, I know, but uh, I'm trying to work on some new things to, uh, you know, show you what uh, we can do when I, when, I, when I get some money behind uh, the projects I want to do. 
and uh, still gearing up for this European tour. Uh, we hit the road in like just about a month now, I think. And yeah, real excited for that. Lots of uh, cool festivals we're going to be playing and uh, just some more other cool shows. It's cool because I ain't toured, uh, you know, Europe in a while. And it's going to be cool to see a lot of our European friends and stuff. I think we might be playing a show or two with Lone Wolf, uh, friends from Rotterdam. That's going to be real cool. And yeah, it's all really cool. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Intruder Green, uh, Instagram at Intruder Green, and Facebook if you still use it as Intruder Green. Also, uh, you know, I got the YouTube channel. You might want to check that out because, uh, yeah, I'm trying to put some new stuff on there. You know, you can subscribe and like then you get like a notification once I start uploading some stuff. Could be cool. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to do more of those like uh, live videos on Instagram and stuff. I don't know. Let me know what you think too. Is like, is it YouTube Live better? I feel like it's not because you know everybody looks at Instagram all day. Nobody looks at you. Well, do, people do look at YouTube all day. I guess it's just you're not really logging into one specific channel to look at all day. So I don't really know how it works. But uh, we might mix it up a little and get some more stuff on a YouTube channel. Who knows? Maybe we'll do both. We'll see what happens. If you want to uh, call in to the Intruder Green podcast and uh, get your name or uh, get your voice on here, you can call me at uh, 608-535-9608. Leave a voicemail and, uh, you know, ask me a question or leave a comment or something. And I'll probably play you on the show unless you don't want me to, in which case, just say so. Uh, but this week, we got Walt Hamburger. Uh, it was a real fun uh, time hanging out with him. Uh, met him on the Bad Cop, Bad Cop tour when they played in Leipzig. And yeah, we didn't get the... We, I mean, we hung out that night, but we didn't really do the interview. And we, we decided we got to do it later. Uh, finally got around to doing it. And uh, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Intruder Green. An inmate at... The Herald Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Gentlemen, Paul Campbell, you're out here. Green Podcast. How you doing, dude? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, too. Uh, it's been a while now since uh, we met. Back yeah. in, uh, uh, when the, how long ago was that? Like three weeks ago or something? Longer than it that. It was like a little over a month, I think. Yeah, in April. That's right. And you were, were you just touring by yourself at that point? I was. I was doing some support for Bad Cop, Bad Cop on my way to the Spam Festival. So I was just over there for a little over a week. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Spam, the yeah. Yeah, we got asked to play that, too, but it just didn't work out with our schedule. So yeah. was it pretty cool? Like, how was the festival? That's a great festival. Uh, it's got one backstage for all the bands because there's only, like, 50 over the three days or something. So kind of like a oh, wow. high school reunion that you actually want to go to. You know, you see all the people that you never see because you only see them on yeah. the road. 
Yeah, that yeah. is like that's what festivals are all about, you know. You see all your your, your band buds, your, your touring buddies, and plus yeah. a lot of like friends that are just there for the show. And yeah, it's a good time. That's cool. And where yeah. is where was the S Band Fest? Like what what that was countries? that was Vels Austria. Oh yeah, Austria. All right, hanging out with Terminators and shit. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, well, that's awesome. And you've been back home now for a bit. What have you been up to? Uh, I was home for a week, did one more show with Bad Cop. Then I was in Canada for the Pooza Festival. Um, and then I got home and I was hit for another week. And now tomorrow I start a little tour with John Snodgrass. And then most Oh, yeah, be, that's great. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're playing with uh, Tim from Rise Against in Chicago to start it off. And then uh, three shows here in the motherland of Wisconsin. So that'll be good. Three shows in Wisconsin? Yeah. Doing, uh, yeah, Green Bay, Lacrosse, and then my hometown of Nina, just on the way out. So it should be fun. Nina? Yeah. Or Nina? Nina. So yeah. wait, the whole package is p- playing there? Like all you guys, or just you? Uh, just me and Snodgrass, and then we'll have a local, a local guy. But yeah. But but still, yeah. Well, the the two of you guys. That's like uh, that's interesting. Like uh, you book a shows in Nina. Like I didn't know there was like a cool. Uh, a lot going on in Nina. Well, you know, I mean, uh, this is where I'm from. Band the Hamburgers I started with was from here. Yesterday's kids was from here. They're on Lookout Records. Uh, oh, Tenements yeah. Is basically from, uh, Tenements basically from Nina Amos. And we, we all grew up together. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so okay. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, it's funny because, like, you know, we kind of know Tenement and, uh, you know, play with them a few times. And, like, I'm like, yeah, I know these guys, but I've never, like, like thought about where they were actually from. So yeah, yeah it's fucking Nina. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so what else is hot in Nina? Oh, Nina, I don't know. Um, Republicans. Uh, oh yeah. You know, I mean, it's a rich city. Like I, I feel like. Uh, is is there a hot commodity? Yeah, I live in Menasha now, and that's kind of like Pawnee, Eagleton, uh, from Parks and Rec. Like I live in Pawnee now, but I grew up in Eagleton. Like we were never rich, but everybody I knew was rich, or you know, wealthy oh, yeah. or whatever. So now I live on the other side, so it's kind of fun. Like the other side of the tracks. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Since you became, since you got this lucrative career in showbiz, suddenly you're all rich and stuff. So you had to move move to to the the other side. side Oh, you moved to the fourth (laughs) side. Okay. You you went the other way. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's actually the way it goes when you start a music career for most people, at least. Yeah. Tell me about it. You know. All right. Uh, well, that's cool. Um, so, how long is the tour? Uh, it's just a it's just a one week thing. John does these things where uh, he does a uh, he's a Rockies fan, so he follows the Colorado Rockies around the United States, and uh, he, he just makes a tour right out of and... following uh, a team. Yeah, so we're gonna go to see the Cubs Rockies on uh, Thursday, and then we're playing at G Man, which is right over there, and then we're gonna finish yeah. up through Wisconsin. Yeah, G-Man's our, our, our hangout, you know? Yeah, it's a good place. Excited yeah, to play it's there. Yeah, That's great. Um, yeah, good old Wrigleyville. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful <laughs> to hear that. And how did, yeah, that's, uh, so, so I should backtrack a little bit and like be like, uh, you know, tell me about how you got started doing this. Uh, you're basically doing like solo acoustic punk, right? And you had a yeah, band called I mean, the Hamburgers before. Right. Um, I, uh, you know, I grew up playing music. Uh, I went to high school and college uh, for jazz, I guess, and it mm-hmm. just wasn't for me. I, I played trombone. I didn't really like all the classes that oh, went around. Cool. I enjoyed performing, but uh, you know, like when you go to college for music, it's like 
every yeah. class is one or zero credits, and you're just practicing all the time, and that's not what I wanted to do at all, so I dropped out of that. And started doing, like, some pretty terrible punk bands, uh, and then eventually did a band called The Hamburgers. We did okay in the Midwest, nothing big. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, my drummer moved to Georgia, and uh, so I started, like, doing shows by myself, and nothing really happened with that for maybe, like, 10 years. I would just do a couple shows a year. Um, and then I started to pick it up again, maybe, like, 2013, 2014, doing it more frequently. And uh, I met uh, Joey Cape um, in Green Bay at the Lyric Room. Uh, just randomly opened for him, um, and he liked me and signed me like six days later, and it's been my career ever since. It's been crazy. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, we love Joey Cape, you know, too. That guy's that guy's a wonderful dude. He's a pretty good guy. Yeah, yeah. I owe him a lot. Um, yeah. So that's cool. You did the you, you basically like uh, you ran the you ran the gamut in the Midwest doing punk rock. Yeah, pretty much. Mostly Wisconsin, you know, and the states around it. It's, you know, we would like, when bands like the Dolly Rots would come through, maybe we'd do a week or two with them or the Groovy Ghoulies or just, you know, oh, friends, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. But other yeah, than that, you know, cool. we pretty much just played around here, you know, uh, Concert Cafe, uh, you know, like uh, Blue Moon and Nina, just uh, Eagles Club oh, in Green yeah, Bay, you know, Campus in Madison, yeah, but, just basements in Milwaukee, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah, you know, that's such a beautiful area to play around in, too. I remember back in the day, we went way up north, and these people were putting on this thing called Mud Fest, and it was just like a fucking uh, mud wrestling festival, but they had a bunch of punk bands playing. It was just like, wow. like on somebody's land. Uh, but, sounds, yeah, it was a good that time. That pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was I've not heard cool. of that one. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago, but, okay. you know, whatever. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, what is in the works for you now? Because you did the thing with Joey Cape. Did you just play with him, or did you did the like uh, the what is it called, the one week record or something? One week records. Yeah, I've actually done. I'm, I'm right now. I'm the only artist that has two albums out on one week. Uh, it started oh, out. Yeah. yeah, it started out being like a just a session thing where he just wanted to. His passion is, is in producing, but not overproducing. So he would often uh, hear records yeah. after he heard like demo versions of the records. And he liked the demos more than what it came out to be after it went through the machine. You know? so yeah, that's totally understandable. Label. Yeah, he wanted a label where he would produce, he would pick the artists that he wanted to work with, whether they were known well, like a Chris Cresswell or something, or Zach Quinn, or it would just be somebody like me that he just happened to run into. And, uh, and it's, it's, he calls it a uh, uh, self-esteem workshop because you work really hard, uh, and he's very blunt with you in a week. You know, you're working 13, 15 hours a day, and yeah, you do your yeah. best to get 10 songs done. And uh, I was lucky enough after a couple of tours with him to get asked to do another one. Um, I think it's becoming a little bit more of a traditional label now. So I'm not sure That's if cool. uh, I'll end up doing another one, but I assume there's going to be some other people that will get their chance to do another one before I do. But I also uh, That's some... I have a project with Amos Pitch from Tenement uh, uh, called oh, nice. Car City, which is... Uh, car City. Car City. I named after an Appleton car store, East Car Store. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> We uh we went over band names for like two months and that was the only one that we all agreed upon. So, um, and we're kind of like a power pop band, kind of like um, early Weezer stuff meets like Teenage Fan Club. Uh, the guy that plays locally with me with these acoustic shows, uh, Jason Lemke, he wrote all the songs and he's had them for like ten or fifteen years. And it was really fun. It was the first record I produced. I produced it with uh, with Amos and we he owns a studio, so we had pretty much unlimited time uh, through these Wisconsin winters where there's not a lot to do otherwise. And we spent, yeah, that's you know, what you want. Yeah, we spent like five or six months working on a record where normally, you know, 
bands like us with projects like get in, get out as fast as you can, and then just hope for the best. And this was the exact opposite. We could try stuff and then say, okay, we spent a day on this, didn't work, and then just scrap it. It was kind of nice. Yeah, that so is pretty, nice. Pretty happy with how that record came out. That one came out last year as well as my um, second one week, and we're working on a new Car City one now. But we're taking our sweet time with it, so it could be quite a while so that comes out again. Oh, but that's wonderful. You got the time to do that, you know. That's what yeah. you want. My band took like two years off before we did an album, and now we did it, and uh, it's going good, but it's like, yeah, it, it's nice to be able to take your time. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, Sometimes right? Like, you get all these different phases. Like, you're in the studio forever. First, you're writing, then you're in the studio, and then you're like, never going to play these songs, and then you're done with it, and then it takes six months for it to come out. And then it's like two years of touring after that, and it's yeah. like you start all over again. Yeah, you know, that's that's the way to do it, you know, about two years of touring and then come out with another album. But, yeah. you know, sometimes uh, you just, uh, all sorts of weird stuff happens and you end up like, have a friend go to prison or something and then you yeah, can't do an album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, you, you know, it fucks up the touring and stuff like that. But, you know, whatever, it is what it is. You got travel. No hard feelings about that, obviously, huh? <laughs> nah, you know, it, it is what it is, like I say. Like yeah. they say in the football game, it is what it is. That's Brett yeah. Favre. Like, I, he said that all the time. That's pretty much Brett Favre, yeah. Yeah, right? That and <laughs> awesome. He said awesome yeah. a lot, too. That uh, was his way to describe everything. That's true. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting lost in all these albums. So, you, so you just finished... The second one week record, or you that was out for a while. That came out uh, in uh, let's see, April last year, and then the vinyl okay. came out in September last year. Oh shit! All right, so then uh, you know, uh, you, you've been touring, you're fucking doing this thing with Snodgrass. Um, that's gonna be real cool. Uh, you yeah. doing uh, what's up, what's up for the next rest of the year? You got big plans or what? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to. Um, around where I'm from, uh, Wisconsin, there are, it's pretty good, at least in Northeast Wisconsin here, um, uh, local scene, um, where you can kind of just play around without having to get on the road and, and sort of survive off that in the summer when there's outdoor shows and things. So after the tour with Snodgrass, I'll be around here for like a month and a half. And then, uh, I think I do something with Seth Anderson and James from the Penske file for a week. And then there's a couple festivals. And then in September, I'm going to uh, Western Canada for a few weeks, and then I'll be at Fest this year. Uh, and then oh, I think yeah. I'm going back to Europe next year. That's great, and you and you can you can do that on a on a solo acoustic basis, and it, it works out just fine, huh? It's actually kind of nice because I can fly a lot of places where bands have to drive because it's just too much to put four people on an airplane, but with one guy, uh, yeah. you know, festivals, you know, it's it's kind of like just get in and get out. Uh, I'm hoping the Brewers uh, do what they did last year, except take it one more level. And this year, the fest is a week after the World Series. Oh, I'm nice! Like Jews, like I did last year. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I remember. Good. I remember being on tour when the Cubs won, won the World Series, and that was like I don't know. I think we were in Detroit or something too. So it was like eh, this is a weird place to be for that. But you know, <laughs> I celebrated, and we're like, well, it's kind of weird because now they're just like. A mediocre team. <laughs> yeah, no longer the lovable losers. Uh, exactly. You know, now maybe the whatever. Brewers will work on that. Or not. Maybe the Brewers will win the World Series. That would be much better. That would be good. Yeah. And we talked about it too, but I'm I'm pretty sure everyone will will uh, still consider the, the stadium to be Miller Park, no matter who owns the naming rights. Oh, yeah. 
that was quite the controversy when that uh, got announced. That uh, it's still Miller Park now, but next year I think, or the year after, they're changing it to Am Sam Field. And when wow. that news got announced, this place that, went. That I mean, everybody was just like mad. Shit. It was yeah. like the uh, the whole state got together on one thing. We're just like, no way. And it turned out <laughs> that Miller turned down the option to like yeah. it was Miller's fault apparently. They were the ones they that were called, like, no, we're not going to pay it. They they should have called an election right there. Yeah. It's right? like, I don't know. I don't know who needs to be replaced now because uh, <laughs> you know, Walker's gone. But it would have been great if they were just like, everybody's together on an issue. Let's, let's, let's get them yeah. voting. Well, there's plenty of politicians around here that need to go. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. I pay attention. I, I, I understand a little bit of that stuff, you yeah. know. Partially because, like, politicians are kind of like, in a way, I kind of look up to them because, you know, you got, like, criminals and some of them are just, like, smash and grab, like, robbers or whatever. And some of them are, like, organized crime guys. But then you take it a step further than that than, like, the mafia. And you, what do you got? You got fucking politicians. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, they're good at what they do, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what Good I analogy. always heard. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know, maybe. Could be. I'm probably not the first person to make that analogy. I probably heard it from Maybe. somebody else, and I stole it. So how that about that? It. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. So uh, we've been trying to do this interview for a while now. Um, yeah. And, you know, I I know how shit goes. You always, people got stuff to do. You got tours to go on and all this stuff. So I'm glad we could get it done before you went on this uh, Snodgrass thing. It'll probably, well, you know, it's a week tour. You're starting tomorrow. So uh, it'll be, uh, this will come out. After that, but it's, okay. it'll be cool. Um, Hopefully, I'll be alive. What's that? Hopefully, you'll Hopefully be, alive. I'll be alive. You know, I don't Hopefully know if you've we'll met John Snodgrass, but uh, he's uh, I think he's, I he's one guy. Yeah. yeah, he's a mushroom. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, hopefully you will be alive. Hopefully, I'll be alive, and we'll all be alive because uh, you know, you never know. Um, right. <laughs> but that's cool. And yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about. Your experience uh, a couple days ago when we were going to try to do this uh, one night and then we tried to do it the next day and uh, you what was he your sister had a had a kid or something yeah my uh, my sister had a, a baby her due date was at the end of June and then all of a sudden I got a text uh, Sunday morning saying that her water broke and uh, they're headed to the wow. hospital and I was like I had no clue if that was good or bad because three and a half weeks early seems. <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah. so I was just like, oh, oh, no. I was just like, half asleep, just like, what's that? Is that super early? I, I have no idea. Uh, it, it turns out it's okay. It was like three days before it would have been full term, so uh, everything's yeah, okay. fine. But it was like, I was just panicking, and I'm just like texting everybody from the toilet, just basically like, hey, whatever I have today, I can't do it. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, so I canceled the show. I had like softball, golf, you, like all this shit. Just oh, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I can't do any of this. And I'm like, I'm not sure I'm <laughs> explaining this right, but... It's all good. I'm uh, I'm Uncle Burger to uh, all my nieces now. I have three. Which Uncle Burger, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, with all the adrenaline I had, uh, I was like, "This is it. I'm going to ask out this girl that I haven't uh, had the nerve to ask out for so long, and I haven't I haven't asked out a girl in like eight years. Like you meet people, and you're on the oh, road wow, and stuff, yeah. but they haven't like done an actual date thing. And then it turns out she's got a boyfriend, and I was like a total like, oh, okay, see you later. So <laughs> it was quite the day. Well, Shit, well, that's better than just getting shut down without the boyfriend. I mean, huh. <laughs> it's good that you did it, you know? You got the yeah, right? system. Yeah, well, the information I could have known ahead of time, but whatever. 
Yeah, you know, I don't know, maybe, I, I have no idea. Maybe she was, like, kind of into it. She was like, I don't know if I want to let him know I got a boyfriend. And you're like, yeah, I don't know nothing. Keep lying to me, baby. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So quite well, shit happen. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for letting me reschedule. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. we got to make stuff work, you know. I know how it goes. Uh, yeah. I wish I could reschedule more things. Uh, yeah. There's always stuff going on. Um, Let's see. What else? So you got going on, uh, you got the one week records, you got, you know, John Snodgrass, you know, all right. So you got this lady out, like, <laughs> I kind of want to know more about that. So, okay, like, uh, we just, she, uh, we, we just kind of like, I'm not, see, I don't know if this happens to you, but like when you're a musician, you get probably more, you know, internet friend requests or follows than you actually are sure you know, but you kind of just match up. Do you have enough mutual friends where this is a real person or is this going to be somebody oh, yeah. that's sending me sunglasses lakes all the time? Hey, so hey, I'm not really sure. Them all. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm not really sure uh, whether or not she's been to a show and that's how I met her or if was met in real life. That's why this was kind of weird, but it was like one of those things where we just sort of talked via, you know, Facebook comments and then the occasional Facebook messenger and uh, I'm divorced. It seemed like maybe she was divorced. It seemed like this would be a, a person I could, uh, you know, just like go real oh, slow yeah. with, so like talking to or whatever. And really? then, uh, but, you know, it's just like, I don't really know this person, so it's, it's just probably weird. I'm not a Tinder guy. Like, this felt like this was like close to that, like, internet dating stuff, and I was obviously totally misreading the whole situation. Uh, and, you know, mm. I, I hadn't actually, it's probably like 2011, last time I said to a girl, hey, let's go on a date or something. So, uh, yeah, you know, I just wrote this, thing. like... How often do people actually go on dates anymore? I don't know. Like I don't understand. Like, I'm hey. too old to understand love anymore. It's like, I don't get it. I don't know what to do. So I just, like, ran it by 100 people, and 50 people said you're crazy, and 50 people said go for it. And I was just like, ah. And so I was like in a Walmart parking lot in Berlin, Wisconsin. <laughs> well, just because it's like, not even sure that I've like officially met this person, you know. So I was just like, you know, I, I wrote like a little, uh, you know, the kind of note you'd write to like a, a girl in fourth grade where she had the opportunity to press like check, like yes, no, fuck off. And oh, she wrote yeah. like a really sweet thing back, just you know, like hey, yeah, I've, I've seen somebody and I'm really happy with them, but uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> snap. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, she, it sounds like she wrote back right away too. It. That was good. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. She sounds sounds like she was respectable, and she you put your heart into it. So it's like I don't know. You, you did. You could have done anything more. You know. Yeah. Well, I'll just hide you in a hole a for the next five years. That'll be the plan. You gonna do what now? Just gonna hide in a hole and not talk to any girls for another five years. <laughs> Let me see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. I, I still probably shouldn't talk to girls because every time it's like, yeah, they don't want to talk to me. It's pretty funny. <laughs> unless they're selling too. me, unless they're trying to sell me sunglasses, you know, and then we can talk right. all day. All right. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Um, but you know, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know that people date anymore. It's like yeah, I don't either. I feel like you just meet like everybody that's younger than me. They're doing all their dating through Tinder or whatever. And, yeah, uh, people, people that are older than me are just, you know, married or retired or dead. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. stuck in this middle thing where I don't know what to do. 
Oh yeah. Well, it's it's a weird thing. Like I don't know. Do you go out to like bars and party and stuff? I mean, I guess so, if you're talking about survival with John Snodgrass, as you probably. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I, I like to drink, uh, you know, Wisconsin, whatever. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, that's very, cool. very social on tour at home. Not so much. I mean, there's a place here, Nina, a pizza place to go to all the time. Uh, and I'll, you know, but it's not like a place to meet people. It's a place where you can put your head down and, and, <laughs> and have yeah. pizza, you know, that's so, right. That's, I'm kind of a dive bars are my sort of thing, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, you could meet some people at dive bars too, but. Oh yeah. You meet plenty of people. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily your favorites, but you know, some people. It's cool. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it seems like most people are like, hey, we're both drunk and in the same space at the <laughs> same time. So maybe we should, uh, you know, do a thing. And then they go do a have, thing. I have a yeah. song about that. Yeah. That's like, you're, that was almost the whole, uh, bridge right there. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're writing songs now. That's part two, I guess. Or maybe that's the <laughs> remix. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know how much people date. Like, I don't know. That's such an old-fashioned thing. I don't know if it's like good or 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 worse that people don't date so much because it seems right. in a way more efficient to just like see if you like doing sex together first <laughs> and then <laughs> see if you like each other. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's well, like, all right, is, well, right? you know, <laughs> what, what? Oh, just I don't know what you mean. Well, because you're on the you're in a city for like a day, so you don't really have time to do a lot of courtship. You know, it's like, hey, oh, hi, you know, how you doing? Cool. Leaving tomorrow, going cool. off to war. You know. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, bye, and you're like, yeah. wait, <laughs> I, I meant something by that. I meant we should do. A, oh, she's gone already, and I couldn't yeah. even. Yeah. You know, you yeah. yeah, of course. You go on tour, you get real drunk with your friends, you look at pretty girls, and they don't want to have nothing to do with you, you know? Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's the story. Yeah. You could write my book. This is good. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, story of my life, like my yeah. you know? <laughs> I don't know if he had a part in there about that, but that would probably be like the extra verse that he puts in sure. later. Or not anymore, because he's old now, and he probably, you know, gets gets all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walt, do you ever play games like, uh, I don't know. First of all, should I call you Walt? It feels like I should yeah. call you Walt Hamburger every time. No, Walt's, Walt's my real name. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. The hamburger it's thing cool. just happened. You know, it's like uh, I have a Polish right, last name. <laughs> Oh yeah, really? People just were like Walt from the hamburgers, Walt hamburger, and it just kind of stuck. So I don't oh, even eat meat, so it's kind of funny, you know. Oh really? Yeah. But wait, but didn't you start the band called the Hamburgers? I ate meat back then, and actually that was great. We're doing our uh, our first show in nine years this year at Milo Music, like a big fifteen year reunion. But uh, when we toured, oh, we uh, we got uh, free burgers like wherever we go because we'd just be like, yeah, it's a, just a cheap. Like even the poorest crust bunks can be like, I got ninety nine cents. Check this place out, and it's like, all right, I don't have ninety nine cents, but take me there. And uh, <laughs> we ate for free quite a bit, and uh, a lot of beef. Those are the days. A lot of beef. Yeah, that's right. Um, but like, wait a minute. So your name? <laughs> but how did you get the? How did you start the band? You, your name wasn't Walt. Was it Walt Hamburger before you started the Hamburger? No. Or did it come no. from that? 
came from that. It was like Joey Ramone sort of thing, like it's Walt from the right. Avengers, and it just sort of... Right, up. right, right. I mean, that totally makes sense, yeah. but I thought you were saying before, like, because of your, what do you say, Polish name, it sounded like hamburger, so people called well, you Walt Hamburger. When Joey uh, signed me, he said, uh, you know, he called me and he said, uh, you know, we it's a transparent label, everybody uses their real name, and he goes, what's your... What's your real last name? And I said, well, it's Wachkowski. And he goes, hamburger's fine. And then we just stuck with that. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was like, yeah, let's go with this one instead. So that's uh, yeah. that's the story of the dumb last name. Oh, yeah. But people remember it. It's kind of nice. When Joey gets mad at me on tour, he just yells hamburger, and I can't even get mad at him because it's just so funny to respond to that. So Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Intruder Green Podcast. By now you probably heard about our sponsor, Stupid Rad Merch Company. And if you haven't, then listen up, because I gotta tell you, Stupid Rad Merch Company is a great web store with a bunch of your favorite bands at stupidradmerch.com. And if you're in a band and need some work done, they can get you totally covered for a modest price and super quick turnaround time. But don't just take it from me. Here's what the ladies from Bad Cop, Bad Cop had to say about it. Yeah, you know. Great ideas. It's always pushing, always moving. Simeon is delightful to work with. He's yeah. very responsive and professional. and It's the quality of the shirts. I like them. Yeah, high quality. High very, quality. Very well done. Very well done on the ink. It, it really feels is. like a family again. Yeah. It feels like it's it's a place where you can you can trust what's happening. And don't forget to use the code PRISON at checkout and get a 15% discount on all stupid red branded apparel that's p-r-i-s-o-n i think i don't really know how to spell but those are the letters they told me to say stupidradmerch.com so one of the things i usually do on this show is we play some kind of game because okay. i mean unless you got another super uh, another topic to bring up because what i found is that like when you're talking to people about band stuff often it's kind of like you know we both know about being in bands and going on tour and stuff um and you know we cover a little bit of that but i think it's more fun to get into your brain a little bit and play some would you rather you remember (laughs) that game you ever played that game i have of course all right well, I got some stuff here, and, uh, you know, let me know if you got one, too. Right. Um, sometimes they're a little, like, existential, existence-styled okay. or whatever, and sometimes they're just goofy as fuck. I like the goofy as fuck ones, but those are hard to find, you know? Like, I can't come up with this stuff enough on my own, so, uh, ooh, maybe I just think of one, though. Uh, but for now, what was this, uh, oh, yeah, well, no, that... See, I'm already, like, judging these because I know what I would choose. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to ask that question, but how about this? Would you rather have all the choices be made by other people or using a randomized method? Oh, randomized methods. Uh, I, yeah, I can't imagine letting somebody else make all the choices. Yeah, because that's kind of like, to me, that's kind of what we already have with, like, uh, you know, people running the government and stuff, and it's yeah. like... They already make enough of those choices as it is, and it kind of sucks sometimes. And, uh, you know, if it was a randomized method, at least it's going to be interesting. Exactly. Like, you never no know well, yeah, that too. But also, it's like, you never fucking know what's going to happen. I was like, all right, what random uh, choice are we going to make this week or day or whatever? It it's going to be way more interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we're, uh, you know, on the same page right there. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, man, a lot of these are fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite podcast I've ever done, by the way. This is great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I'm pretty, uh, I find more and more that I'm, uh, incredibly unprepared for, uh, everything I'm ever involved with, uh, this being one of them. So, uh, thanks for bearing with me. Of course. But, uh, yeah. I mean, this is an important one here. It's, right. it's, it's something everybody has to deal with. Would you rather have more time or more money? You know, I think I'd rather have more money. Um, yeah. Like, I know. I know the right answer is time, but it's like, I feel like I don't use my time very well. If I had more of it, I would just sleep more or drink more or something. But if I had more money, I could be sleeping in more comfortable beds and drinking better stuff. So That's right. It's about maximizing have, the time that you have. Yeah, and if you right? have money, that you have more free time, right? That's the thing. They say time is money, just yeah. like uh, those time machines that we used to have. They were actually ATM machines, but we called them time. There we did. I'm sure you remember those because they oh, yeah. were around the area. Are they still there? We they still got, got time machines? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I remember People one time I don't say that. Yeah. I went up to a guy in New York that we were friends with, and uh, I needed to get some cash. And I was like, hey, they got any time machines around here? And he looked at me like I was a little bit crazy. Yeah. And then he was like, I grew up. yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. One year I lived in upstate New York, uh, fourth grade, and I uh, oh yeah, I, I asked where the bubbler was, and they had no fucking clue what I was talking oh, about. Oh, I got man. made fun of that for like a whole year. Yeah, you know, the machine that makes bubbles come out. Don't yeah. you got that here? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. For those of you not from uh, Wisconsin, a bubbler is what you might call a fountain. Yeah, like a water fountain. Anyone listen you know, exactly. Or old fashions at the right bar, yeah. Oh, yeah, Old Fashions are delicious. You drink them with brandy or uh, whiskey? I'm a brandy guy, brandy sour. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. You know, I heard that uh, I always used to think that they were supposed to be made with brandy, like, just naturally. But apparently they originated with whiskey. And, yeah, that's uh, Wisconsin, the more standard I the only people who drink them with brandy. But I, I think they're delicious that way. They I, are. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, man, we're just... We're just Totally agreeing on everything here. It's nice. I like this, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? Hmm. Oh, uh, cause, I guess. Date. If I knew the date of my death, I would just, I would never be able to get past that. I would, that would just, I would, I would never be able to sleep and be counting down constantly. Cause of death, then, you know, you, you, okay, if I'm gonna die by a car accident, then I can do whatever I want otherwise, you know, like, I'm going to die of cancer, then whatever. You know, you can kind of plan, oh, you know, I could ski today because there's no way, even though I've never skied before, like, I'm going to live because I die in a car accident. So, it's, you know, I think that's, that's the That's right. Absolutely. And what if that that creates this whole, like, uh, uh, fucking paradise, paradigm thing? Yeah. Like yeah. Paradigms? Yeah. <laughs> that's 26. Paradise, paradise. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you could be like, all right, I know how I'm going to die, so I just have to avoid doing this. I'll fucking live forever. One of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Paradox. That's probably it. <laughs> fucking like Hawaii or something. Um, it's basically why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that's the thing. You could just fucking live forever because you're like, I'm never driving a car again. And yeah. as long as you do that, you keep living. And then one day, maybe you just get bored. You're like, you know what? I'm like 5,000 years old. I've, I've seen, <laughs> you know... America, 
is gone because Trump ruined it. And uh, I'm just going to like, I'm done. I'm just going to get in this car and it'd probably be like a space car. Oh, what if that was the thing though? What if it happened where it was like, uh, you got to the point in society where cars no longer existed, but you oh. had to, but, but your way of dying was in a car accident. What would you do? Like you'd have to it. be like, see, at that point, yeah, you'd have to like work on dying. <laughs> You're like, there's no, I need to find the sweet release of death, but you couldn't. Yeah. And not in yeah, like a real no depressing way. Right? Yeah. Right. It would just be like, shit, I'm going to live forever. I don't know if I want that. I mean. And, you know, there's no guarantee it would be that time you drove it that you died, too. Like, you'd have to drive recklessly for a while, you know? That's right. That'd be the shittiest thing. It's like, you figure it out. It's a whole, like, Back to the Future 3 situation where they got to fucking <laughs> yeah. get the train behind the car to make it move and all this stuff. And, uh, yeah. That's my life and now. you finally get in it. Yeah, you finally get in it, the train pushes the car off the cliff, and it fucking blows up, but somehow you survive, because that wasn't the one. It wasn't the right one. Yeah. That's just death. Maybe you're totally crippled after that for for, forever. That would really suck. Anyway, that was nice and depressing. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let me see. I got one in my head. It's almost there. Um... How do you feel about koozies? Uh, I'm a, I like to... Okay. I don't use them because I just forget about them, but I definitely sell them. I'm holding one in my hand right now from a Dead Milkman show I played earlier in the year. Kind oh, of is cool. it a Dead Milkman koozie? Yeah, I was like, you know, the Dead Milkman uh, dopamine oh, Walt Hamburger thing because we played together. This is like the flyer they gave it away when you were walking in. How long ago like, was that show? Uh, it was in February in Baltimore. Damn, I didn't know they were playing. That's amazing. Yeah, they, they play... I don't know. Looks like they play like ten shows a year or something. Uh Feed the Scene run by Rachel Taft out in Baltimore. They flew me out oh, to yeah. in that show and um yeah, it was great. It was a big stage and I what that that's one of the things that's been cool about this last year or two is I've been doing support for, for big punk bands, not just doing acoustic tours and stuff and uh it's been going okay. It hasn't been like booed off the stage or whatever. And I thought this one would be a real good test. Sorry, I totally like ruined the game aspect of this, but it went well. Oh no. So I like I got koozies from that, you know, and I have a bunch of them, but yeah. I don't usually use them. Oh yeah. You know, I'm I'm over here in Europe now and they they don't fucking use koozies all over here. Partially because yeah. their beers are always like room temperature and yeah. they don't even like want them that cold. Which right. I kind of get because they're a lot easier to drink real fast that way. But, yeah, yeah, I got so many from, like, bands that we play with and stuff that I just use them anyway. And it's the one thing thing I'll say, even if you don't like, even if you don't care about, like, the temperature of your beer or whatever, uh, it's real good for, uh, if you're at a party, just, like, remembering which beer is yours. That's true, very much. And I sell a ton of them whenever I make them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I kind of just like, I might throw them away, like, as I throw away the can or something. Like, I don't know. Oh, it seems yeah. like a whole bunch of extra work. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was leading into something with that, but I didn't, I wasn't sure exactly. Uh, maybe something like, would you rather have koozies for hands or, uh, I don't know. <laughs> only koozies for toilet paper. Oh man, koozies for toilet paper, for sure. First of all, yeah. that sounds like that could be something awesome. Like you might be onto something here. Second of all, you gotta be—you need your hands, man. Like that's 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 pretty important. Yeah, but your your hands will be koozies. 
these. And you could, That's like, true. That'd be nice. Like, that was a really bad one. I, I apologize. I didn't think it could. <laughs> but still, like, koozies for toilet paper take about the logistics there. Because you can't flush that down a toilet. Well, yeah, they'd have to redesign toilets for sure. But it'd be comfortable. It would definitely be comfortable. You know, they got, uh, do you, do you do the, uh, you know, the, the, the wet wipes on tour? You know, I do. I, I've really gotten behind that in the last couple of years. That's, uh, especially when you're in like, well, for one, I started getting them because, uh, I dye my hair blue all the time and it's like the thing that can get like the runny blue off my head like the day or two oh, after. Oh, yeah. So I started buying them like, for that. Yeah. But you're in like a, a hot van or bus or whatever, especially vans with like vinyl seats, and you're just sweating, just sitting there the whole oh, time, like yeah, you're driving exactly. through the desert. Like, yeah, you want those things, man. They they save your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. And uh, you know, some of the guys I know, they got that tour diet where they're drinking tons of PBR and other yeah. terrible beer, and then you're eating like junk food all day. So it's like, yeah, yeah you want to make sure you're nice and clean down there whenever you get a yes, chance. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I think they're a great thing. But that's the other thing. I don't thing. understand. Like, oh, yeah. Why, why didn't we, we, we do this our whole lives, like, just as a society? Like, why is this a newer thing? Yeah, I think it's bad for plumbing. I think it's the same answer as why we ain't using cozies. Because okay. uh, huh. if you if you got a thing... <laughs> If you got a thing that keeps its like form when it's wet, you know yeah. the thing. The reason you can flush toilet paper is because it breaks apart when it's in the water. But you can't do that with these things too much. I know they're they're like making new ones that like dissolve better and everything. But like, yeah, that's kind of the, the, the main point is they don't they'll fuck up the plumbing real good. <laughs> but they were but when you're on tour, it's like, eh, fuck it, I'm not going to be here again for at least a, a year or something. So don't fix the toilet by then. Exactly. Yeah. Have you come yeah, across, like, the Turkish toilets when you guys are on the road? Turkish toilets? I don't know. I think I've that's never what they're called. They're like, no, that, me neither, but, like, in Italy, uh, we came across one venue we played where it's just the hole in the ground, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Every time we play in Italy, uh, I've, I've been in bathrooms where I see that, and I'm like, ah, oh, god damn it, I don't want to do that. And yeah. then I go upstairs, and they got, like, a regular toilet for, like, the bands and stuff, because they know oh, nice. we're going to get weirded out by it. But, yeah. uh... Yeah, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. Did, did, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you if you tried it. I'd probably yeah. end up, like, shitting in my pants or something. or something, you know, like, That's like, the what I'm afraid of. It's like, you can, you can like, lean back and, and be as prepared as you want, but it's like... What if you fall in a hole? What's that? Yeah, what if you what fall if you in get, a hole? Yeah, what if, like, what there's what so many problems with this system. I don't get it at all. Like, is it better? Like, what's the advantage? I don't know. I, I don't think there is any kind of advantage other than maybe it's cheaper. Maybe. Maybe that it's better, it's easier on the plumbing because you don't have like a whole bowl situation and all that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it's pretty weird, you know. Like, uh, it's it's cool to be in Europe and like see all these different cultures and everything, but some of them are kind of like, hey, we've been getting by for hundreds of years doing it this way, so why would we change it? And I'm yeah. like, well, you know, because you know, progress. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, whatever. The restaurant, I guess. You want to poop in a hole, go for it. Just <laughs> hopefully I don't have to. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Let me see. I got one more of these. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, would you rather have bananas for fingers or bananas for toes? I guess toes so I could still play guitar and yeah. you know, do, do things that point. I like to do with my hands. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to choose... Uh, you know, anything about hands for that, unless you just, I mean, even if you really liked bananas, 
to eat, you could still eat your toes, but it seems like they would be less hygienic. Hygienic? Well, I mean, this would be like, what, two, two, two hours, banana toes would work, and then they'd just fall off, right? That's right. They get all mushy and stuff. I wonder <laughs> yeah. if that would hurt. Or just maybe you would lose balance real bad. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I guess I'd rather not have either, but if I had to pick, I'd pick toes. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> good, these are good questions. Oh, yeah. I am not thinking of them. I'm finding them on the World Wide Web thanks yeah. to Al Gore. Oh, God Um Yeah, that's right. I just read that uh, the world's going to end in 2050. Like, we got 30 years, basically. 2050? Yeah. Well, that's... That's a good amount of time. I mean... I think for me, it's going to be okay. For these, like, nieces that I just had, it's not going to be as awesome. But for me, that's like, I'll be late 60s. I think I can... I, I well, the shitty, the, the shitty thing about that is, do you really want to be old when the world is ending? Yeah, you because, just kill yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's always an option. Uh, yeah. If, if, if that was the situation. I guess that's an that's option. Kind of a it's just like, I would almost rather be younger... And, like, depending on the situation, it turns into this, like, whole... I, I, I kind of prefer to think of things like an 80s action movie. So it would be, like, yeah. a, one of those cool disaster movies where everything's going crazy and, like, you could do whatever the fuck you want. You could get away with all sorts of crime and stuff. And, like, I would, just I would die, like, bonkers. day two in any apocalypse situation because I have a lot of rescue cats and, and animals, uh, oh, a foundation yeah. that saves animals. And uh, I wouldn't leave them, so I would just die. Then they'd eat me. Then they'd die. Okay, uh, so you, you just yeah. Well, that's that's a good point to make, and you just brought up something very important. You did you say you own a foundation that yeah? Well, animals? I mean, it's a it's a nonprofit. It's a five hundred one c three, which is uh, basically we uh, at my shows we take money uh, from the audience, not the way you guys would take money from the audience, like we asked for it. <laughs> And uh, right. um, we asked for it too, you know. Okay. <laughs> but we uh, we uh, it, it just started like I was doing volunteering anyway for a few rescues, and we do foster care as well. And uh, and then, uh, but I'm like the only person in the rescues that had like a a voice, like in the community, like because I, I did shows and stuff. And so I was like, started asking for money at shows, kind of like, hey, we'll pass around this. It was just like oversized cat mascot head. And uh, it started out, we'd get, you know, if you got $20 at a show, that would be a really good day. Um, and then over the years, since especially since I've gone official, I think in the last three years we've raised like $30,000. And we've distributed it back to local animal rescues, uh, the homeless shelter in Appleton. Uh, we sent out money, like when the fires happened in California, to the different rescues or the hurricanes. Uh, we'll send to rescues that are collecting all the animals that uh, get left behind or things like that. And uh, it's been pretty cool. Um, it's like the only thing on my resume that actually looks legit these days. So. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Well, that's great. What, what's it, what's it called? It's. I went really creative with the title. I called it the Walt Hamburger Foundation. So, nice. uh, but yeah, if, if people want to look us up on Facebook, there's a donate option right up there, and we completely use the money to just help out uh, local rescues. Or like I said, I, I did a show for the homeless shelter in Appleton. And um, at least it just, you know, like a volunteer thing. And the people, I wasn't sure how that was going to go because they were, like, forced to be there. And there were some people that, are, you know, didn't care at all. And there's some people that are really affected. And I was thinking about all, like, they don't have any new things. Everything they get is used or whatever. So we went to oh, yeah. a local music store and bought brand-new guitars and keyboards and donated them over there. It seemed oh, nice. to make people happy. So we're, we're uh, mostly for animals, but we're also for the arts. Uh, we've helped out like a local school. Yeah, people are animals too, you know. Yeah, exactly. Just all the right. stuff I care about. That's where I get my money too. So that's great, and it's it's all basically on Facebook. Like 
The Walt yeah. Hamburger Foundation on Facebook. Yep. You could donate some money to them and, yeah, feel good about it, you know. That's real good. I'm glad we got into that. I, I didn't realize that was a thing. And, uh, and I don't know if I should bring that kind of stuff up. But, oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Please do. You know, I'm glad you did. You got anything else like that I should know about? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, that's good. I'm glad we got into it, though. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, all right. I was going to say we could start wrapping it up, but I just found one more good question. It's really important. Uh, would you rather be born with an elephant trunk or a giraffe neck? Would I rather be born with it? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> God, it'd be tough to sit in cars either way. Yeah. It'd be easy to see I think... at shows with the, ele- or with the giraffe neck. Yeah, like, are you, I can't remember if you're, you're like a shorter guy or not, but I'm pretty short, and man, sometimes it would be nice to just have, like, three more inches of height. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, like, uh, I'm like five foot nine. So, yeah, it'd be nice to be a little bit, uh, taller. I, uh, I feel like there's some elephant truck stuff that we're not thinking of. Uh, I don't know. I don't see any downsides to an elephant trunk. Like, it might be tough to walk around. But, but yeah. you can move it, you know? You, if you want to, you can just curl up. it around your fucking uh, back or, like, curl it around your neck and just, like, keeps your neck warm. All right. That's good. That would be good. I'm pretty uh, sure they can, know, like... I'm going to take... I'm, I'm going to go elephant. I think that's... Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like there's something out there that I haven't thought of that that, that would definitely come in handy. Being tall, it just... I mean, it's yeah. not like the rest of me would be tall, so it's not like I'd be good at, like, a sport because of that or something. You would be probably way head. worse at a sport as a giraffe. Yeah, because you'd be running and your head would be, like, four feet behind you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but but you'd be better at sports as a, with a with an elephant trunk. Like, oh, yeah. man, I think that could be real handy. You and, can block, uh, like, in football know. or hockey, like, just with the nose and then just, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm going trunk. That's right. Or or think about like if you were a football player, if you were a football player like a quarterback, and you got the ball, and you act like you're gonna throw it, but oh nope, I got behind me. Look, my hands are free. I must have thrown it. Oh, it's behind my back of my trunk. All right. And then you do the cartoon thing where they like blow out the trunk, and that sends the ball flying in the air. And yeah, yeah. And then the guy with the <laughs> giraffe neck can see it coming, and he catches it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely off a trip. You know, there's definitely going to be some sexual components to this, too, that we're not really That's getting true. Into. I mean, not even necessarily, like, a sex thing, but, like, I mean, I don't know. Jerking off with an elephant trunk might be kind of cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, I probably never will. Yeah. If the situation comes up. I'm, I'm open yeah. for Alice and see if we ever find uh, that, you know that movie like uh, Dr. Morrow's Island or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't he like making, I, I never actually I mean, saw it, but I see. Yeah, me either, but he makes people in the, uh, I only know it basically from the Simpsons Halloween special that parodied it. Yeah, but, he's like uh, turning, turning people into people animals, animals. Like animals into yeah. people and all sorts yeah. of stuff like that. Maybe we find that island, we, we get, uh, you know, uh, the Godfather. Yeah, can you sign up for that island? I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'll probably make a mistake, though, and end up signing up for the, the Dangerous Game Island instead. And oh, yeah. Be Which could also well, like be kind of cool. If 30 years left, so. That's true. Yeah. That'll be the thing to do when I'm 60 or whatever. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, you got uh, you got any plugs or anything else you want to mention before we uh, wrap this up and move on to to uh, saying hi to our nieces and nephews? What, by the way, what what, what did you sister have? What's that? I was a niece. Yeah, I have uh, three nieces now. 
Oh, Esther nice. Maria. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent name, too. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, I don't know, like, uh, that Ambergris reunion is pretty exciting to me. That's the For sure. first time we've played in a long, long time, and I'm hoping people will come. That's at the Milo Music Festival in Appleton, just a one-show deal. So I'm hoping people will come to that. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back to, you know, all the stuff I said, Canada, Fest, uh, back to Europe next year. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, I'd like, I think one of the cool things about uh, being the solo guy is I can randomly just get added onto a tour without uh, too much planning ahead of time. So I'm sure there's some stuff coming up that I don't even know about. But Jeez. as long as I get to keep doing this, I'll just keep doing it, and then eventually I'll stop and then uh, be sad. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully not. Hopefully, yeah. you know, <laughs> you keep doing it forever, and uh, you always got this foundation, which I really appreciate that, um, that you're doing something good for the community. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, do you do the social medias? You want yeah, to put that out uh, there, other than your Facebook? It's uh, just Walt Hamburger. Everything's Walt Hamburger. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, yeah, yeah. whatever. I know you're all over the Instagram. I've seen you on there. Yeah, you know, I post too much. In fact, I had to start a. Uh, it's like the only notes my record label ever gave me uh, was that I post too many pictures of pizza. Um, it's like right <laughs> I when I was think, starting I out. Think that's not a problem. Yeah. I think well, you know, when should. I, I thought it was funny at first, and then I'm like, yeah, you know what? I mean, it's Joey Cape. He knows what he's talking about. I'll... So I started an Instagram account Joey called Walt Pizza. Pizza. Walt yeah. Pizza. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so that's just my pizza yeah, stuff. So I... funny. Walt Hamburger posting pictures about pizza. And yeah, check out the Car City stuff, too. Like, you don't have to buy it if you don't want to, but it's on all the streaming crap, so... Yeah, I'm going to go check like that it. out myself, for sure. Excellent, dude. Well, uh, we'll probably see you down the road at one of these uh, junctures, as the kids like yeah, to Yeah, you know, if you, uh, if you guys ever play in the Wisconsin area, let me know, and I'll uh, I'll come down and sing some songs before you sing songs, that sort of thing. Yeah, we've, we've played there before. Yeah. So, yeah, that could be a thing to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, well, anyway, um, thank you for being on the Intruder Green Podcast. Of course, thanks uh, for having me. And we will uh, talk to you soon. Hell yeah. All right. And stay safe down the road. Yeah, you too. And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast this week. Uh, thanks to Walt Hamburger for being on it. Again, if you want to uh, call in sometime, give me a call at 608-535-9608. Leave a message and I'll, uh, you know, if you ask a question, I'll answer it. The Intruder Green Podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, camera makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering Matthew Hendershot, lighting by Squeaks Light, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Type Bros. And before I forget, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Luke Ellis. Happy birthday to you. The Intruder Green Podcast is sponsored by StupidRadMerchCompany.com because the biz loves sluts. Whoop.